the XXXY files. File 2, questions and clarifications. This is Nick Park and this is episode 2 of the XXXY files, a series of messages, podcasts and videos from Evangelical Alliance Ireland on sexuality and gender, helping and equipping Christians to hold and share a biblical position with clarity and love. Originally, I'd planned to devote this episode to outlining a biblical foundation for discussing sexuality and gender, and how our understanding of sin, freedom, truth and love should inform our interaction with society. However, I've now held that over until next week, so we can deal with some questions that were raised after episode one. This is actually how we deal with things when I'm presenting this material in a seminar or a conference. We stop frequently for question and answer sessions so people can raise concerns or disagreements. Sometimes people have taken a meaning from something that I never intended to convey, and so I'm grateful for the opportunity to clarify what I meant. That's my fault for not making myself sufficiently clear. Sometimes people are wondering how something I've said fits in with their other beliefs. That's really important too. Our minds should not be a postmodern confusion of conflicting and contradictory beliefs. Our belief system should be consistent and congruent. And that means working out how things align with our other convictions, or maybe even changing our minds on an issue. So please do feel free to get in touch with me at nick at evangelical.ie. If there are aspects we're missing out and need to cover, then we need to know about that. If you need something clarified or have a concern, a criticism or a word of encouragement, then I'd love to hear from you. And a big thank you for all the overwhelming support and encouragement I've been receiving. It's wonderful to know that our approach to these issues is something that so many people have been waiting for. One question that did come up was in relation to me saying that the moral depravity that surrounded the first century church in the Roman Empire was worse than the environment in which we find ourselves today. Not everyone agreed with that assessment. Someone that I love and respect said that it was debatable. Well, I still do believe that what I said was true, and I'd quite happily debate that with anyone over coffee, particularly if you're buying the coffee. But don't let that derail us from the essential point that was being made. If you think that morality in Ireland in 2023 is worse than the conditions I described in the Roman Empire, then I'm going to disagree with you, but I do think we'll agree that things back then were really bad. So rather than getting hung up over which was worst, let's still learn from the example of the early church. In a terribly bad moral environment, they managed to change things quite dramatically. Many Christian values replaced the previous moral depravity as something that most of society, Christians and pagans alike, now aspired to. There was another objection to my statement that the world in the first century was morally worse than where we are now. After all, I was only talking about the Roman Empire, but that was only a small part of the world. What if things were different in all the other places in the world, in Africa, Asia or the Americas? And of course, today, because of media, we do know what's happening in a much wider part of the world. Well, that's a fair criticism. I was using the world to refer to what they knew of the world at that time, their surrounding environment. So I was being imprecise in my language. But in my defence, people in the Bible did use the word world in the same way. 
The Jews in Thessalonica accused Paul and Silas of turning the whole world upside down in Acts 17 and 6. And Tertullus told Felix in Acts 24, 5 that Paul had stirred up riots among the Jews throughout the world. Now, another objection was theological. Surely the Bible says that things will get worse in the last days. So was I not contradicting the Bible by saying that things were morally worse in the Roman Empire than they are in Ireland today? Well, I don't think I was contradicting the Bible. Things will indeed get worse in the last days. But that doesn't mean, for example, that every period of time over the last 2,000 years has always been worse than every single period before it. I'm reminded of what Billy Graham said 10 years ago when he was asked if things were now at the point referred to in 2 Timothy 3.13 about things going from bad to worse. He said that only God knows the answer to that. The world has faced terrible times before, and according to Dr. Graham, whether we believe we are at that point yet or not, we should all agree that we must share the gospel with urgency. Not all evangelicals believe that we are at that point now where things are worse than they've ever been. However, some do. And if anyone feels it is important for you to believe that we've reached the point where things are worse than they've ever been, then I would repeat what I've said before. That's okay. But if you do believe that, then let's not fall out about it. We can agree to differ on that point. But let's still learn from the example of the early church. They changed their society for the better, something that most of us haven't yet managed to achieve. One other issue that I need to clarify is my point that the early church didn't try to launch a campaign to reform Roman society, nor did they write epistles luridly describing the sins of others, nor did they hate their sinful neighbours. Instead, they reached out and shared the gospel. I was asked if I was advocating a do-nothing attitude. Was I suggesting that we should not engage in activism to change things? Absolutely not. I think anyone who knows me or Evangelical Alliance Ireland will know that we have devoted a major portion of our time and resources over the years to campaigning for righteousness and justice. This has involved teaching, writing, appearing in the media and sending submissions to the government and the press. I would strongly recommend my book, The Gospel and Human Rights, published by EAI in 2016 and still available through evangelical.ie. And this outlines some of the most famous occasions when Christians used modern resources and methods to change society for the better, seeing slavery abolished, millions of children lifted out of prostitution, and racial segregation dismantled. Another of my books, Ministry to Migrants and Asylum Seekers, is used as a textbook in Bible colleges across Europe to encourage churches to seize every opportunity, including engaging with governments, to confront moral wickedness and to help those in need. So to clarify, I am not so foolish as to undermine all my own work in these areas and the work of others. But the point I was trying to make, obviously not clearly enough, is that we need to learn from the attitude of the early church. Their love and humility and their integrity in living according to their values was what inspired William Wilberforce and others to touch society and confront wickedness so effectively. One of our aims in compiling the XXXY files is to rediscover that attitude so we too can make an amazing difference to our world. So thank you to everyone who has got in touch so far. 
Please keep the questions and comments coming. The more we collaborate and interact in this way, the better the final resources will be at the end of this process. Together we move onward and upward. Join us next week for episode three of the XXXY Files, where we will begin outlining a biblical foundation for discussing sexuality and gender and how our understanding of sin, freedom, truth and love should inform our interaction with society.